All right, friends and family, we have such a fun Friday episode for you today. We're glad to be talking a little bit more about how this voice can show up in your head and it's a little more dimensional than you might think. So stay tuned because this is a really fun spin on the subject we've been tackling all week about that inner voice. You won't want to miss it. We've had some really cool access to some really cool people, and we want to share it with you. We have an amazing interview series of some of the interviews we've done with celebrities like Dr. Deborah Tillman, America's super nanny, Dr. Joseph McClendon III, famous neuropsychologist, uh, former professor of UCLA. We've got Dr. Bruce Lipton, author of Beyond Belief, and we even have John Maxwell, the number one leadership expert. Your sisters want to bring you into the room with our most exclusive access. So go to kandshy.com. Right there on the homepage, you will see a button that says, get my celebrity interview series. And we would love to share our access with you. K-A-Y-A-N-D-S-H-I.com. We'll see you over there. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Okay, so today we're talking about this inner voice and bringing in the idea that maybe this inner voice doesn't have to just be one person or one narrator. Now, if you listened to the full length episode from Monday, you know that we suggested if you personify the voice, maybe you give it a name, especially when that voice is being disempowering, it can help you, right? Oh, there goes Tina again. Like That's not you. It's disassociating yourself with that voice and it allows you to gain some more of that distance. But we're here to say, why not take that one step further as both Kay and myself have done and let that voice manifest in kind of a lot of different voices. Well, through the power of imagination. imagination. There's so much that you can do to help that voice get more empowering for you. And it might mean that, that you separate out some of the voices from who you want to hear from, right? Are you looking for an inner voice of wisdom? Are you looking for an inner voice of divine guidance? Are you looking for an inner voice of a BA entrepreneur? Like what are you looking to pull from, from that inside of you and how can it maybe manifest in that voice in a fun and exciting way? So what we like to say is that it's time to create your cast of characters because it turns out that with that power of imagination, you can have an entire cast. They can be boys and girls and aliens and talking pillows and animals and anything and everything that you can imagine or does that. Okay. Well, you know, I'm just imagining. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> Maybe my imagination muscle needs a little bit of work because <laughs> I'm imagining talking pillows, but whatever it is that you imagine your cast of characters can be a really helpful thing. Now, let me tell you how this is manifested for me. And I know Kay has a story as well. Now, when we, again, 
I guess we're going to talk about Tony Robbins a lot, went to a conference called Date with Destiny. Tony talked about the fact that we all have these different abilities inside to gain wisdom and knowledge from these different kinds of characters that we have inside. One of these characters is our sovereign, right? That's that integrity piece. It's that royalty piece. One of those characters is the magician. It's the one that makes things happen, that carries the wand, that has that bit of life spice and magic. One's the lover. That's the one that wants to be on the couch on Christmas all day, cuddling and loving your family. And then one's the warrior, right? That's that piece of your personality that steps up and says, I got this. I'm going to protect us. I'm going to handle it. Now, these four aspects of your personality can all be assigned a voice. And that's exactly what I've done over the years. Each one of those has a voice, a persona, an outfit. outfit. (laughs) Come on now. That's part of that imagination piece. More than a talking pillow. Each one has its own outfit. They actually now have their own area that they live in in my head that I imagine. And on Sunday nights, I like to have what I call the council. And before I go to bed, I'm going to pull these four pieces together in my imagination and talk to them about the week that's coming up, the goals that they have, what advice they have to bring forward to me. And it's a really helpful way to just kind of give your voice a little bit of flexibility and fun while still allowing those new pieces of wisdom to emerge to the top. Now, my council is full of historical figures, people who I admire, whose stories inspire me. And sometimes I pull in historical figures that aren't uh, like a rotating historical figure, right? You guys heard us a couple of weeks ago talk about Thecla and her story. She totally had a camp around my circle for a little while. My two mainstays are Mary Magdalene and Mary Queen of Scots, two inspirational historical female figures that mean a lot to me. So bringing them into my life and imagining how they would speak to me from that place of experience in that wisdom. But I'm bringing it back to this talking pillow here because I just want to make a quick point that that could be something that allows you to flip an inner narrative inside. Like, let's just say you have trouble going to sleep and every night you're on your way to bed and your internal pattern starts firing. I'm going to have trouble going to sleep. This is going to be so difficult. I always have difficulty sleeping. I can never get to sleep. It's just firing automatically. And if you notice that, maybe imagine that your pillow could talk. Right. If a pillow's function is to be there to support you and love you and hold you while you're in the sacred space of sleep, then your pillow is sitting there saying, please come to bed. Please lay your head down. Oh, I want to be so soft for you. I want to help you get the best night's sleep ever. Right. Your pillow's narrative is probably more constructive than the insomnium narrative that's happening inside your head. So even something like a talking pillow can be an effective pattern interrupt for shifting into a more constructive narrative. Well, you save that nosedive real good. And from sister to sister, I appreciate that. Look, at the end of the day, you've had this happen to you before. If you've been deep in watching a show or you've been reading a book for hours and hours on end, haven't you noticed that afterwards your brain kind of talks in that pattern that your brain is narrating in the same way that the characters on the TV show or in the book? talk about like the Scottish accent that arrived after Outlander. Outlander, Right? Like that was a part of your internal narrative. So this just shows you A, how impressionable you are and B, how you can control that and choose which things you're allowing to influence those voices and how you're going to personify and bring them forward. So from talking pillows to inner (laughs) roommates and everything in between, we hope you have enjoyed this week's feature on the inner voice, the inner narration, and what you can do to make it more constructive. Next week, we can't wait to come at you with an episode all about discipline. And remember, this is coming at you with love from your sisters, Kay and Shai. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. 
Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.